Welcome to the TD Sports Podcast Show. I'm your host, Ty Delbridge, and today, February 7th, I'm going to look back at my best bets from yesterday and then look ahead to the NBA games today and give out my best bets and top props. So before the show starts, make sure to follow me on Twitter at Ty Delbridge, follow the show on Twitter at TD Sports Podcast. And make sure to like and subscribe to the show on wherever you listen to your podcast. It'll help me get in front of more ears, which then will equal a better show and more money for us to cash. All right, let's get it. All right, let's take a look at my best bets from yesterday. I went four and three on the day. Uh, Not bad, we'll take that since it is positive, but the Lakers absolutely killed us. They killed a lot of other sports bettors around the world. We weren't alone there. Uh, The Lakers, I thought, would dominate the Rockets early. The Rockets didn't, they were playing a small ball lineup. They didn't play, they started no one bigger than 6'6". I don't think they really had anybody bigger than 6'7 or 6'8 step on the court all night. The Lakers seemed like they had it, but they, they seemed like they were so intrigued with this small ball lineup with the Rockets that they thought they could just dunk and do whatever they want with them so they were throwing like half court like lobs and missing them and crazy high passes and they just weren't they were not executing very well and they got sloppy and then before you know it they looked up and they were behind they had to make a little comeback they went into halftime tied at 63 so our first half minus four and a half did not go and then Lakers minus eight uh they struggled in the second half to really get a lead or hold on to a lead. And then they they, they gave it up. They lost 121 to 111 at home to the Rockets. Just unbelievable. So those were two losses right there with the Lakers. Our next loss was the Orlando Magic, minus five. And that was a little bit more of a riskier one. It was something I did talk about, but they ended up losing to the Knicks outright, 105 to 103. Uh, they had a eight-point lead going into the fourth, it was like, or maybe some point in the third, and then the Knicks. I'll, I'll give it to the Knicks. They played hard. I thought without Morris and all this trade stuff, they would uh, be a little sleepy or not not care mode. But they came out. They got 22 from Julius Randle, 19 from Taj Gibson, 15 and nine from Alfred Payton. Uh, the Magic. Um, just didn't step up so they lose that one those were our three losses on the day our four wins was Whitesides over 13 and a half rebounds he killed that i expected a big game from him and we got it he had 17 points 23 rebounds 10 more than that that's insane and then we had anthony davis's over in rebounds um he was bigger than everybody out there he had 13 rebounds so cashes as well and then uh, we had the over of 229 Spurs at Blazers. That was never in doubt. That game finished 117-125. The Blazers continue to go over. Spurs scored on this Blazers defense like I thought. Blazers just got hot and they, they won that game. But that that was over. It was easy. And then our last win of the day was Pelicans minus 5. They they were blowing out the Bulls for most of the night. It might have even been Pelicans minus four, but uh, they were blowing out the Bulls most of the night. They had that game early. The Pelicans had never, it was never in doubt. The Bulls made a little run at the end. The game finished 125 to 119. So a little scary there at the end if the Bulls would have hit a three or something, but the Pelicans kept on the pressure and uh, they cover. So four and three, 
We'll look to do a little bit better today, but if we can stay positive, we'll always take that. All right, when we come back, we will get into my best bets and top props for the day, as well as the NBA game picks. All right, welcome back. Let's take a look at the eight games going on in the NBA today. First game, Grizzlies at the 76ers. This is going to be a pretty fun game. The Grizzlies have been pretty legit the last couple weeks, and now they're making a name for themselves that they might be a playoff team. They now, um, they just traded, they traded Andre Iguodala away. They're getting Justice Winslow in. Um, who else are they getting in? They're also getting Gorgie Jang. So they're going to add some talent here. The Sixers have not been very good on the road. That's where a majority of their losses have come from. They are 31-21, and 21, and they've only lost two games at home all season. So, um, yeah, I think it's just a different story when they're not in Philadelphia. So looking at that, I mean, you're kind of like, okay, Philly's at home, I should take them. But it's like, then you got this Grizzlies team kind of coming in and... Um, it's going to be a test to see if if the Sixers can bounce back at home and show that they are dominant at home and they can, and, and keep it up, or if it's the Grizzlies who are like, "Hey, man, we are we're here to stay and we're here to start knocking off some of these bigger names in the NBA." So on that, I'm definitely taking the I'm definitely taking the over two twenty three and a half. I think both these teams will uh, put up a pace. The Grizzlies are top five in the NBA in pace. I think they're third. Uh, They are seventh. And then the Sixers are tied for 21st in pace. But I think tonight they're going to try and get up and go. They they can't settle down. Um, They don't have Robinson and Burks and those guys here yet to really start knocking down shots. They got to get up and go. So I think they're going to have to try and match with the Grizzlies tonight. So I, I see this thing going over. I see this game being close. I'm gonna take the Grizzlies plus five and a half. A little bit, a little bit risky since the Sixers have been really good at home. But I'm gonna take the surging Memphis Grizzlies, who are seven and three in their last ten games, compared to the Sixers, who are five and five in their last ten. I'm gonna take John Morant, Dylan Brooks, JJJ, Jaron Jackson Jr. I think, I think this young Memphis team has a nice edge to them. So give me Memphis plus five and a half, and I'm taking the over two twenty three and a half in that game. Next, Dallas Mavericks at the Washington Wizards. Mavericks are two and a half point favorite. Totals set at 233.5. No Lucas still for the Mavs. We have a game time decision for Christoph Porzingis after he, but he, I think he broke his nose the other night. And Seth Curry is a game time decision. JJ Barea is a game time decision. It's kind of iffy. Um, if you get a game where the Mavericks don't have Curry or Porzingis, I mean, I don't know who scores the ball. Tim Hardaway Jr., that's it. This is, uh, this is an interesting game. Um, the Wizards have obviously are not been very good this year. They're 17-32. and 32. They are 11-12 and 12 at home compared to the Mavericks, who are 17-7 and 7 on the road. But that's with Luka and Kristaps. Last time these two teams played, Dallas on October 23rd. Dallas won by 8 at home. Now they're on the road. Whoo, this is a tricky game. You would think the Mavericks as a coaching staff and as a whole, their team is just better than the Wizards and they know how to win, obviously, more games this year. I'm going to go on a limb and take the Wizards plus two and a five, plus two and a half at home. I think Bradley Beal, that's really it. Um, I think he will do enough tonight to really uh, 
I mean, he, I bet you he goes for 35 plus. If Porzingis or Curry don't play, or if both those guys play, I think the Mavericks are in trouble. They need Curry and Porzingis to play, though, I think, to win this game. So if, if you end up seeing that both those guys play, then definitely Mavericks. But right now, I'm taking the Wizards, and I will take the over. The Wizards give up a lot of points. They score a lot of points. This could be a game of not much defense. I don't know. It's it, it's going to be an interesting game. So just I'll take the Wizards as home, and I'll take the over. Next, Hawks at the Celtics. Celtics are a 9.5 point favorite. Hawks are in the total set at 232. I'm going to start speeding this up here. I've already seen that. I've already went four minutes and two games in. So uh, I'm going to take, let's see, the Celtics. Um, Gordon Hayward's out. Um, Jalen Brown's out. Daniel Tice is out. Looks like Marcus Smart also could be out. Um, No Capella yet for um, the Hawks. No Dwayne Denman yet, I believe. And Bruno Fernando might not play. I think this becomes a shootout between both these teams. A guard lineup versus guard lineup. Celtics should win. I'll take... I'm going to take... I'll take the Hawks plus 9.5. I think they keep it close with Trey Young and Herder and DeAndre Hunter. Um, no centers in this game, so there's going to be a lot of shooting from both teams. So give me the over 232, and I'll take the Hawks plus 9. Next, Raptors on the road against the Pacers. Raptors are a one-point favorite. Total set at 217.5. And we just saw these two teams play the other day in Toronto where the P- Raptors made a huge comeback to win. Um, now on the road, I'm going to take the Raptors to win again. Um, no, it looks like TJ Warren's a game time decision and Victor Oladipo are a game time decision for the Pacers. If they don't have any of those guys, I think they're in trouble. I think if they don't have TJ Warren, I still think they're lacking that scoring punch. Um, the Raptors, I know it was a tight game the other day in Toronto. So now maybe the Pacers should have the edge on at their home, but I just think the Raptors are, are rolling right now. They now have the confidence of beating this team. So I don't know. I, I think, in my opinion, now I think the Raptors are going to come in thinking, we already beat you. We we know how and we're going to beat you again. We we came back. We started slow. We came back and beat you. Instead of the Pacers saying, we gave you that game, I think the Pacers are might be in their heads a little bit. So give me the Raptors minus one. And I'll take the under in this game, 217. Next, Pistons at Thunder. I'm just... I'm taking the Thunder, and I'll take the over, 215. The The Thunder are 12.5-point favorites. I, the Pistons have nobody. They just traded drama. They have no rows. So Thunder minus 12 and the over. Next, Rockets at Suns. Rockets are a two-point favorite. Second out of a back-to-back after upsetting the Lakers. Russell Westbrook is out with rest. Tyler Johnson is out for the Suns. Frank Kaminsky is out for the Suns. Aaron Baines out for the Suns. Darius Sarge is out for the Suns. Wow, these two teams right now, no small ball for the Rockets. I mean, I could see DeAndre Ayton having a really big game and Devin Booker. But, oh man, I don't know. Give me, I'll take the Rockets minus two and I'll take the over 235. I think both these teams score. Houston is a better team than Phoenix. Phoenix hasn't been very good at home. I think confidence now of coming back and beating the Lakers now coming here next game. Give me the Rockets. All right, next game, Heat at Kings. Kings are one and a half point favorite. Total is set at 221. The Heat will not have Jimmy Butler, Myers Leonard, Tyler Hero, Solomon Hill, Andre Iguodala, 
or Jay Crowder. Uh, wow. So Kendrick Nunn, Goran Dragic, Bam Adebayo. Oh, wow. That too much for Miami going up against a Kings team that can score a lot. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I don't trust the Kings. Give me the Heat. That might be risky tonight. I could see the Kings getting a win. I could see the Heat not showing up against a Kings team who they know nothing to them and they don't have their guys. So why try super hard? But I'm just going to roll with the the Heat as a better team. And I I don't trust the Kings really. So give me the Heat uh, beating the Kings and the over 220, total 221. I'll take the under on that. Not much scoring from the Heat. So we'll we'll go under. Last, Last game of the night. Blazers at the Jazz. Jazz are a 10-point favorite. Totals at 226.5. Jazz are up. Stay away. Hell no team for me. I don't don't want anything to do with them at the moment. I might... uh, Whiteside is a game-time decision for the Blazers. Ed Davis is a game-time decision for the Jazz. The Jazz have just been so bad the last month or whatever. Just, I have betted on them and failed. I'm I'm not alone in that. A lot of people have just been really upset with them. I can't believe they're getting 10 points here. If anything, I'm going to take the Blazers plus 10, and I'll take the over 226 and a half. I mean, I'm not. I don't know if the Blazers get this win because I mean, second half of back to back. Especially if, if if Whiteside doesn't play, then it, it's all up in the air. But I don't know. How, you, we can't trust the Jazz right now. We can't back the Jazz. We can't trust the Jazz. The Jazz. The we. We've already seen the Blazers play the Jazz on the second night of the back-to-back when the Jazz were supposed to win. The Blazers blew the, or the Blazers handled them. The Jazz were supposed to beat up on the Nuggets the other night. They lost that game. So we're fading the Utah Jazz completely. We'll take Blazers double digits, and we're taking that over 226.5. The Blazers go over every time they play. I believe it's not gone over nine of their last ten games. The Jazz obviously don't go over a lot, but I think they can score. They have a very talented offensive team that they haven't shown in a while. But if 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 they were going to get on back, if they were going to get back on track, it, it would be against the Blazers tonight. So I'm taking the plus ten Blazers and the over two twenty six and a half as well. All right, let's get into my best bets and top props for the day. All right, so for my first best bet. I'm going to take the over 222 and the Memphis Grizzlies at the Philadelphia 76ers game. I think Memphis is going to push the pace. I think they will dictate the game with their pace. Um, it's hard not to with guys like John Morant, Dylan Brooks, and this just uh, young squad they got. I think they're going to get out go. And if the Sixers want any chance of winning this game, uh, they're going to have to match pace, I think. I don't think you're going to be able to slow Memphis down. And if you can, it's going to be just for small stints, I feel like. And the Sixers have the guys to get out and go with Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid. I mean, even Joel, he's a big guy, but he can run the floor pretty good. And I think you try and get him going. If there is no Valanchunas uh, for the Grizzlies, that just means more running for the Grizzlies and less defense. So I think I, I, don't, I think both these teams are, um, I think it'll be a good game. And I think it'll be close. I can see Memphis taking this, uh, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't be totally shocked if they took this game. But I think it gets close. Both these teams fight. Could see overtime or whatnot. But I think. I think we go over 222. I could see it getting the finishing around 230, 235-ish. Next, Toronto Raptors. I got it at a pick'em. Now I see them as a one-point underdog. So 
wherever you can see it at Toronto as a PK Toronto minus one or Toronto plus one I think Toronto Raptors win tonight I know it might be kind of hard to beat a team you just had to put all this energy and emotion to into coming back but Toronto was home I think they might even be a little upset that they had to do that to, to win that game against the Pacers if the Pacers don't have TJ Warren tonight and if they don't have Victor Oladipo then I think that's a really big blow to them so I think the Raptors continue to roll um now or so now they aren't home but let's see I wanted to look at their uh had it right here on the road this year, the Raptors are 18 and 7, facing a Pacers team who are 18 and 7 at home. Raptors have won 12 straight. Pacers have lost three in a row. Last 10, Raptors are 10 and 0. Last 10, Pacers are 5 and 5. I just think the Raptors are in a groove right now, and they have confidence beating this team. So give me the Raptors to uh, beat the Pacers, and I wouldn't be surprised if they beat them by eight, nine, ten points. Next. I got this at 227 and a half Blazers at Jazz. I know last when I was talking about the games, I said 226 and a half. So it dropped in some places now. If, if it is dropped, take it. I don't understand the line drop. Maybe it's because of Whiteside, but if anything, that just means the Blazers guards are going to shoot more. The Blazers, I, I, these overs come down to them. It's their ability to score and get hot. And with Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, and Carmelo, it's their ability to score and put pressure on other teams. But it's their ability not to defend. They are not a good defensive team. Against the Nuggets the other night, they only scored, so the Blazers, they only scored 99 points, but they gave up 127 or whatever, 128, whatever it was, to the Nuggets, and they still hit their over. So I think in a game like this, now the Jazz need to get a win. The Blazers have confidence and are playing pretty well. And there's games just go over. Like I said before, nine of their last 10 games have gone over. These two teams, the Jazz and Blazers, have played twice already. They played a couple days ago. The Blazers won 124 to 107. And then about, I don't know, was it a month or two ago, they played. And I think the Jazz won 115 to 121. So they've been high scoring games, and I don't see. It being any different tonight. So give me the over 227 and a half Blazers at Jazz. I don't know. So if it's at 226 and a half, take it. If it's at 228, 229 and a half, take it. I think there's a lot of points scored tonight. Um, in that game still, I'm taking the Blazers first half plus six. The plus or their plus 10. That is a pretty nice way to go. I am still waiting word on white side. So... And if the Jazz were going to bounce back, it would be a game against the Blazers. So that 10, I am kind of staying away from. I'm going to take the Blazers early, though. I think they either jump out and they will lead at halftime or it will be close. I think, yeah, they... I don't know if they'll really be tired. They're experienced now playing the Jazz on the second night of a back-to-back. This is five games in the last eight days for the Blazers, but they're rolling. I think they carry in... They carry some momentum from last night's win against the Spurs, bring it into the Jazz. The Jazz are still trying to figure out all their crap. They tend to start pretty slow, the Jazz. I think the Blazers will start fast because they don't know any other way to play. So all that, I'm taking the Blazers early, plus six, first half. Uh, And like I said, I wouldn't be shocked to see the Blazers leading this game at halftime. All right, so now for my top props, we're going to stay in the Jazz Blazers game. I'm actually going to take Joe Ingles' over 10 points, 
actually 10 and a half points for the Utah Jazz. He's struggled. He's in a shooting slump the last couple uh, games, hasn't scored a lot. And if you look at it, his bad games are correlating with the Jazz's loss. So something needs to happen. The Jazz either need to figure out how to get him going again. He needs to need to figure out how to impact it, uh, how to impact it again for the Jazz because he was playing very, very well. Um, he so last time they played, he only had like I think it was four points, which was just wild. He only had two shots, which is just nuts. The Ingles is a should be a very big part of that Jazz's offense, so they need to get him going again. The first time they played, he had 26 points and was a very hard stop for, for the Blazers, and I'm pretty sure that's why the Jazz won, was they could not figure out how to defend Joe Ingles. I see the Jazz looking back at that success from that game and trying to implement it tonight and trying to get Joe Ingles out of this shooting slump. I see a big game from him, and he will be a, uh, he will be a big reason that this game goes over as well. I see a big game from Joe Ingles for the Jazz, so give me the over 10 and a half and my last top prop taking Bradley Beals over 31 and a half points it's a big number um, I don't know how many players in the NBA we would take the over on with this but right now the Wizards don't have anybody else who really who can really score the ball or do anything with the ball in their hands like Bradley Beal we could see the Mavericks without Kristaps or Seth Curry so Bradley Beal will definitely be the best player on the floor tonight he's probably the best player on the floor tonight even if Curry or Przingis play um I think he's just going to have to do it all. I could see the Wizards getting a win here. I think Beal continues to be pissed off that he's not an all-star. He has gone for uh, seven straight games of 30-plus. I don't see it changing tonight. I see him getting 35, 36, 37 points at home against a Mavericks team who's a little injury prone or has some injuries, not prone. So right now, those are all my... Best bets for the day. Real quick, we'll go through them. Over 222, Memphis at 76ers. Toronto, Pickham. Over 227.5, Blazers at Jazz. First half, Blazers plus six. Top props, taking the over 31.5, Bradley Beal and points. Over 10.5 points for Joe Ingles. Also, you know what? Screw it. We're going to add one more best bet in for the day. Uh, I was going to maybe stay away from this one, but now that I'm looking at it again, it caught my eye. I'm going to throw it in there. So I'm taking the over 232.5 Atlanta Hawks at the Boston Celtics. I don't see any centers really playing tonight for both these teams. I see a lot of three-point shots from the Celtics and a lot of three-point shots from the Hawks. I wouldn't be surprised if the Hawks try to win this game or keep it close. So them trying to cover that 9.5 will resort to them when Trey Young and Herter just bombing threes. I, that's what I'm I'm taking the over 232. I think this is a three-point shootout between the Hawks and Celtics um, with no center play. So the, add that in up there, over 232.5 Hawks at Celtics. All right, that's it. That's it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Ty Delbridge for any last-minute tweets, injury news, or whatever else I'm putting my money on. Make sure to tweet me what bets you're tailing of mine, what bets you have out there of your own, and we will see you guys on Monday. Peace and have a good weekend.